All right, welcome to the Still There podcast, the show where we talk about history's most famous lost treasure. With me today, I have two treasure enthusiasts. We have Caleb Kolstad. How's it going, guys? Caleb Saller. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, guys. Let's get this started. All right, so today we're talking about the Royal Merchant. Tell me what you guys know about it. Well, I remember the Royal Merchant from Outer Banks, the TV show. I think we all watched it during quarantine. It was the biggest thing uh, around, and they had a ship that shipwrecked off North Carolina coast. Yeah. And it was like $400 million in gold. And I think it's even more than that, Caleb. It is. Yeah, I actually I watched that as well. I think that's so funny because um, although they estimate different prices, uh, the estimate that a lot of people are saying is around $1.5 billion. Billion. Billion crazy. with a B, yeah. Crazy. And so it's funny that they would say $400 million, you know, but there are a lot of other aspects of this um, okay. shipwreck that are very different than the show. Yeah. Um, the ship was a, it was a English trading ship that sailed for about three years um, in the West Indies. So from 1637 to 1640, it sailed in the West Indies, um, just trading, transferring gold. I mean, various things. Yeah. And then in 1641, uh, which, I mean, you can talk more on, but it finally sank. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, like, uh, to my knowledge, a merchant mm-hmm. ship. And the captain was Captain John Limbry, right? John Limbry, yeah. John Limbry was the captain of it. And uh, Britain would trade with uh, West Indies quite a bit, a lot mm-hmm. of trading back and forth uh, through there, which back then that was common. A lot of merchant ships going back and forth, yeah. trading goods, you know, valuable golds and stuff along those lines. Uh, but this particular one was in the West Indies. And on its way back, um, it – started taking on some water and it needed to stop and make repairs so it stopped off in cadiz spain uh, and it was docked there for a little bit uh while they repaired it but while they they were there there was a uh, spanish ship that was set to carry a boatload of treasure mm-hmm. to uh i think it was uh belgium flanders flanders belgium okay. uh it was going to pay some soldiers from what i know do you know how much was actually on it like what, what yeah the so was? that Span- it's a spanish ship right the one that caught fire, yeah. yeah. And that was called the uh, Dover Merchant, I believe. It was a sister ship to the Merchant Royale. Mm. Um, now, when that caught fire and Captain, what was his name? John Limbry. Yeah, when Captain John Limbry decided to transfer all the precious metals over to his ship, um, I had to write this down just to be sure because it, it's actually crazy. But um, I have, I'm sorry, let me find it. I have a hundred thousand pounds of gold, four hundred bars of Mexican silver, and about five hundred thousand pieces of other coins, totaling one point five billion dollars. Now that's crazy. That that's is crazy. Um, it is estimated that it, it could have been lower. It's also been estimated it could be up to a hundred or sorry twenty billion. Um, wow. Good grief! Unreal amount. That's got to be one of the most valuable shipwrecks of all time. It is, yeah. Uh, I, I was also looking into that, and, you know, a lot of people say that um, they throw the Titanic in there um, because cost to build the Titanic today would be, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, hundreds of millions, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, somewhere maybe up until a billion dollars to, to build that. Yeah. But it doesn't trump... 1.5 billion dollars. Yeah, the royal merchant's of, still more valuable. Yeah, is that's that not crazy. crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. 
Um, so yeah, in, it was in Cadiz. It mm-hmm. takes on the, the gold from the ship that caught fire. It decides it's going to make some money. Uh, Captain John Limbry sees an opportunity. So he takes it, and they sell from Cadiz, uh, and they're heading to Belgium. But then the repairs they stopped to make, they weren't, they weren't done right. They weren't held up well enough. And I think the weather was bad, too. A lot of bad weather going on. So um, the ship ended up getting about 35 miles off the coast of Cornwall, uh, England. And uh, finally, they had to abandon ship. It sank. Uh, and uh, they did have a ship traveling with it. So 40, cr- 40 crew members were able to transfer onto the other ship, but 18 didn't make it out alive. And now it's been uh, puzzling treasure hunters ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's what's the update? Have they found any trails of it? Or I don't think so. I think, and we talked about this off the podcast, yeah. but they found, in 2007 was it, they found $500 million in treasure. $500 mm-hmm. million. And they said, this is from the Royal Merchant. We found it off the coast of England. We yeah. found the money. And there was a lot of different conspiracies. And then it ended up, Correct me if I'm wrong. They actually wasn't from the Royal Merchant. No, and I, from what I researched on that, uh, the Odyssey Marine Expedition found that in 2007. Uh, you're right, same location off the coast of England. And uh, they, after pulling it up, they found out that it was uh, from a Spanish trading ship. They could tell from okay. the, the contents of it, but also some of the remains of the ships left over, which kind of disappointed a lot of treasure hunters, but also gave some hope yeah. that they didn't actually find it out there. Um, was there something with a uh, just this last like 2019, I think it was March 2019. They found, yeah, they found an anchor, an anchor, an anchor that um, experts had determined uh, was that of the Merchant Royals. Really? Yeah. Um. So, uh, I did research that as well. Um. I believe it was a, a fisherman vessel in, tw- yep, 20 March 2019 that, um was dragging, you know, a large net across that section of the ocean and you know how that works. It's it's a massive net. They drag it for a while, so they weren't able to determine an exact pinpoint of where they picked it up, but they pulled up a large anchor that experts did examine mm. and determine uh was a piece of the merchant royale. Yeah. And, and what I love about that is you know, you think about mid 16th century um there is the conversation of is this legitimate? Is the location legitimate? Mm-hmm. Um, is this kind of uh, like folklore? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so to find proof, I mean, that's got to be encouraging for a for ton sure. of people. It kind of it, it reasons out all doubt in that moment. Yes. It's like there is a boat out there. Yeah. Now, there are still some conspiracies with this if it is as valuable as what they say. So there's a couple different routes that this could go. Um, so since there was a ship that traveled with the merchant, there is a conspiracy that Captain Limbry, as the ship was sinking, decided to take some treasure with him. Obviously, he's not going to take all of it. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how fast this boat was sinking, and if he chose to just pocket it all, claim that it all sank, and then and just took it and, and took it off. So, a great life. Yeah. so you, I mean, they had the perfect alibi for it to say that I mean, pay off all the crew, and uh, that the repairs didn't work, and that the boat sank. Um, what do you guys think about that? First of all, I just want to address this. You know. Um, a captain should always go down with his ship. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I think that's a perfectly legitimate um, conspiracy. But, you know, there's just really no way of knowing. I mean, what do you think? I just don't think he could have gotten – you said 100,000 pounds of gold. Mm-hmm. I don't care how fast or slow the ship is sinking. You can't get all that 
yeah. plus the 500,000 co- silver coins, like, you might have a crew of 20 to 30 guys yeah. on your ship. You're not taking all that off. No shot. And living with it. So, well, either way, I think there's still treasure in the ocean, no you matter gotta what. you got to think, too, if, if that's legitimate, that would assume that they had enough time to transfer everything. Well, if they had enough time to transfer everything to another ship, why did 19 men die? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not adding up. So it shows that they didn't like slowly sink the ship or anything like nothing purposeful done. It happened. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm I'm with you guys on this. If if it was going down, maybe he pockets a little bit of it. But nothing. Yeah. Who would in that (laughs) moment? You know, nothing significant enough to not be out there looking for it still. Mm -hmm. Um, There is also another theory. So you guys remember we were talking about like the ship that found uh, the Odyssey that found the Spanish ship that sank Mm five hundred million dollars. Uh, was the profit they made. There was a family that came forward who said they were descendants of Captain John Limbry, mm-hmm. and they fought the the company who found the ship, saying that they were like owed rights to that treasure since he was a captain, and he would have been paid with some of it. But when they came forward and said it was not the uh, Merchant Royal, kind of like nixed everything for mm-hmm. him. But this leads to the theory that they, uh, they believe someone could have found it by now, but it's kind of keeping it on the hush. And I think... That's a legitimate theory, and I that's what my mind first goes to is I pocket the treasure, I'm not telling anyone, yeah. and I'm out of there. The issue I have with that is I think they're bringing up all this gold, and it takes a big crew. You have to pay off that crew to not tell anyone. Yeah. And if someone doesn't get paid enough or whatever, someone's talking, and they're hearing about it. Or even if the government sees that you put $1.5 in your bank account— that's pretty suspicious. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to turn that into something like— And I don't, ca- I don't care who you are, whatever. I think— someone's hearing about it someone's talking and that gets you'd have to operate on a pretty tight lip operation to even pull something like that off your crew couldn't say a word no well and when where are you gonna take that and you'd people would want experts to look at it and see if it's legitimate and if Mm -hmm. they find out it's from that you know where are you gonna sell that there's too many legal issues there i I just don't think you can pull that off there's a lot of contingencies and that's why and i'm a firm believer in this i think the royal merchant's still out there i think that treasure's still at the bottom of the ocean i think it's not going to be how we traditionally think about it where it's just going to be in like one treasure chest at the bottom of the ocean i think this treasure might be scattered around Mm -hmm. all around the coast of england maybe farther out but i think that treasure's still out there and that's what excites me as like someone who wants to get into like treasure hunting and stuff like that I would love to find that treasure and just see how much of it is out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's like the hope, you know, the hope yeah. of finding this treasure is that it is still out there mm-hmm. yeah. um, for someone to find and someone to finally complete this long, uh, long lasted mystery of it for sure. But so now I, I have two questions for you guys. First, how would you go about obtaining that? How would you go about looking for that? Um, mm-hmm. And then also, Let's say we go out there, you know, 34 miles off the coast of, of Europe, and we go down and we find that. What are we doing with the money? Ooh, I yeah. think first you need, like, an, a crew to excavate it. I think mm-hmm. we kind of already touched on this. But I think you need a crew to get that because it's thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds of gold and silver. You need to excavate that. And then I think you give your crew Christmas bonus. <laughs> you, yeah, pay, okay. you pay them well. And then you go travel, and I think we put that money towards finding more treasure. We mm-hmm. have, if we split that three ways, that's three hundred million a piece. Well, yeah, because the the crew that found the um, other the eighteenth century Spanish ship, ship, Spanish ship, 
I think you you'd said they'd pocketed 90% of that after claiming it. Mm-hmm. The even rest if, was just taxed. So Yeah, so even if if you find a billion dollars worth and have what 10% of that tax. Yeah. Um walking with 900 million, I mean, I, there, there's so much you can Oh, do so much potential. Possibilities are endless. Yeah. And for those that might be worried like there's a lot of laws that go with like mm-hmm. salvage and like who owns the rights to it? Uh, and I can't speak on every shipwreck because everyone's going to be different. But classified as a merchant royal or the royal merchant, it is owned under the salvage rights. So yeah. if someone were to find this, they don't have to worry too much about the legality of they, – they can keep it and they will be taxed on it. Um, I guess the only true worry would be the family coming forward if they were to still do mm-hmm. so. Uh, but, I mean, for 900 mil, I think you can get good lawyers and fight that pretty yeah. easily. I agree. Sure. It's actually so interesting. Have you seen how the excavation process – works at all no um i mean they have various uh devices and you know machines to to find treasure and what whatever but uh one of them is it's a big blower blows all the sand out and then it also can suck up like a ton of stuff so it'll just and then suck through a big tube and be fed out it's just so interesting big vacuums um big air blowers they just blow the sand uh but it begs the question none of that treasure would be sitting in one spot right yeah Yeah. i mean that's got to be scattered throughout the ocean that's throughout the sand and that's what i believe i believe that you know i with as long ago that it'll happen it's got to be torn up i mean you're not looking for a ship at this point yeah you're looking for gold at the bottom of the ocean spread out yeah that's what i think and and that's what excites me and that yeah, that makes me want to go buy a plane ticket right now and I know. Yeah. head out to England and just spend that money and find that treasure. Like, grab Absolutely. a bow and let's let's go scuba diving. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, guys, it's still there. It's still there. It's still Left there. for someone to find. Hey, for sure. Let's head out tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Why? Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed everything, and that is Sparks' spirit of adventure to go find what's still out there.